This is the History of Portugal podcast with Brian Kirk. Welcome back, everybody. This is Brian Kirk with Eat to My Be Taking the Road Less Traveled with another uh, History of Portugal podcast. This is episode 85, I believe. Let's just double check that before we get too far. Yes, episode 85. We're going to be covering the invasion of uh, the Umayyad conquest in Hispania. So, according to the later chronicler of Ibn Abd al-Hakam, the Tangier governor, Tariq ibn Zayhad, led a raiding force of approximately 1,700 men from the northern Africa to southern Spain in 711. However, 12,000 seems a more accurate figure. Ibn Abd al-Hakam reports one and a half centuries later that the people of Andalus did not observe them, thinking that their vessels were crossing and recrossing were similar to the trading vessels which were to benefit piled backwards and forwards. They defeated the Visigoth army, led by King Roderick, in a decisive battle in Godalet in 712. Tarek's forces were then reinforced by those of the supervisor, the Wali Musa ibn Nasser, who planned a second invasion, and within a few years both took control of more than two-thirds of the Iberian Peninsula. The second invasion comprised of 18,000 mostly Arab troops, who rapidly captured Seville, and then defeated Roderick's supporters at Madeira and met up with Tarek's troops at Talvera. The following year, the combined forces continued into Galicia, into the northeast, capturing Leon, Astorga, and Zaragoza. According to the Muslim historian Al-Tareri, Iberia was the first invaded some 60 years earlier during the Caliphate of the Uthman, during the Rashidun era, Another prominent Muslim historian of the 13th century, Ibn Kahir, quoted the same narration, pointing to the campaign led by Abin Allah bin Nafi al-Hussein and Abin Allah bin Nafi al-Abid al-Qaz in 32 AH. However, this punitive invasion is not accepted by modern historians. The first expedition led by Tarek consisted mainly of the Berbers, who had themselves only recently come under Muslim influence. It is probable that army represented a, continu a, continu a continuation of historic pattern of large-scale raids in the Iberia dating to the pre-Islamic period, and hence it had been suggested that the actual conquest was not originally planned. Both the Chronicle of 754 and later Muslim sources speak of the raiding activity in the previous years, and Tarek's army may have not been present for some time before the decisive of battle. It had been argued that possible, the possibility is supported by the fact that the army was led by the Berber and the, that Musa, who was the Umayyad governor of North Africa, only arrived the following year. The governor had not deigned to lead a mere raid, but hurried across once the unexpected triumph became clear. The historian Abin al-Wahid Danon Tahi mentions that several Arab Muslims writers mentioned the fact that Tarek decided to close or cross the strait without informing his superior and wait for Musa or Wali Musa. 
The Chronicle of 754 states that many townspeople fled to the hills rather than defend their cities, which might support the view that this was expected to be a temporary raid rather than a permanent change of government. The Chronicle of 754 stated that the entire army of the Goths, which had come to the hymn, Roderick, fraudulently and rivalry, in rivalry out of hopes of the king's ship, fled. This is the only contemporary account of the battle and the paucity of detail that made later historians to invent their own. The location of the battle, though not clear, was probably the Gullet River. Roderick was believed to have been killed, and crushing defeat would have left the Visigoths largely leaderless and disorganized, partly because the ruling Visigoth population is estimated to have been a mere 1-2% to of the total population. While this isolation is said to have been a reasonably strong and effective instrument of government, it is highly centralized to the extent that the defeat of the royal army leads the entire land open to invaders. The resulting power vacuum, which may have indeed caught Tarek completely by surprise, would have aided the Muslim conquest. It may have equally welcomed the Hispano-Roman peasants, who were probably, as D.W. Lomax claims, disillusioned by the prominent legal and linguistic and social divide between them and the barbaric and decadent Visigoth royal family. In 714, Musa ibn Nasir headed northwest up the Ebro River to overrun the western Basque regions and the Cantabrian mountains all the way up to Galicia, with no relevant or attested opposition. During the period of the second or first, depending on the sources, Arab governor Abin al-Aziz Abin Musa, who led from 714 to 716, the principal urban centers of Catalonia surrendered. In 714, his father, Musin Abin Nasir, advanced and overran Soria and the western Basque regions and Palencia as far west as Gijon or Lyon, where the Berber government had appointed with no record opposition. The northern areas of the Iberia drew little attention from the conquerors and were hard to defend when taken. The, western, the high western and central sub-Pyrenean valleys remained conquered. At this time, Umayyad troops reached Pampulion and Basque towns submitted after a compromise was broken with Arab commanders to respect the town and its inhabitants. A practice that was common in many towns of the Iberian Peninsula, the Umayyad troops met little resistance, considering that the Arab's communication capabilities. Three years was a reasonable time spent reaching the Pyrenees after making the necessary arrangements for the town's submissions and their future governments. Okay, so that was another episode of the History of Portugal. Uh, you can get this on the podcast form, available on most uh, podcast f- uh, platforms, and it's also available, as you've probably already seen, on YouTube. Please comment, like, subscribe, follow along. Uh, there will be more videos every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. We are throwing some other videos in of other things throughout the week, so come, make sure to check back. And uh, keep on checking back every uh, every day, see what we have. Um, and until next time, keep eating to your own beat, take the road less traveled, and have a great day.